8.33, following the arrest of Kim Young-hwan that I just mentioned, the head of the KCTU, the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, this happened on Friday on charges of violating the assembly law. The uh, union itself, one of Korea's two largest umbrella unions, vowed to stage an all-out fight against the government, including with the first protest by non-regular workers in the public sector next Wednesday, followed by a nationwide strike scheduled for July 18th. Uh, so Jamie Song is here to tell us more how the media outlets have been weighing in. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. I remember actually KCTU protests, very large scale, preceded the mass protests against Park Geun-hye last time around. And, and we shouldn't underestimate the power, potentially, of these unions. How did the Hangugilbo respond? The paper said labor government relations have worsened with the arrest of the KCTU or Minju Nochung head Kim Myung-hwan on charges of overseeing illegal protests where labor activists clashed with police officers and got past the fences to enter the National Assembly. Three others in the KCTU leadership have already been arrested on similar charges. The KCTU claimed the government is giving up on its mission as a candlelight administration and is putting Tebor's interests before anyone else's with the arrest of its chairperson and declared an all-out fight against the government with rallies and strikes. So the arrest can't be the only reason for deepening tensions. What are some of the other underlying issues? Yeah, you're right. The paper said discontent has been building for some time within the KCTU over how the government has not been supporting labor, which helped to launch the Moon administration with its support, like you said. For example, the administration and the ruling party seem to be actively putting a break on minimum wage hikes and the ratification of key convention of the International Labor Organization, or the ILO, which labor groups have been pursuing for a long time, uh, but is yet to materialize. The paper also said labor is wary of the movement to extend the scope of the flexible work hour system after implementing the system less than a year ago. If the unit time increases from the current three-month maximum to over six months as businesses demand, it would become more flexible for companies to assign even more hours to the workers when the demand is high, so over a period of six months as opposed to three, which could push up the number of 64-hour work weeks to 13 weeks. So the Hangul-Gilbo posited the Moon administration must have something to say in response to these grievances. Yeah, the paper said the Moon administration implemented labor-friendly policies such as the 52-hour workweek and raising the minimum wage by more than 10% for two consecutive years despite the criticism from the employers. And it's the lawmakers who are pushing to revise the labor laws or not ratifying the ILO conventions. So the administration cannot be held entirely responsible, according to the paper. However, the paper also pointed out the administration's labor policy would lose its meaning if the KCTU refuses to engage in forums of social dialogue, such as the Minimum Wage Council. So the Blue House and the government need to embrace labor through more active communications. The paper urged the administration to show a change of attitude by reflecting on the labor policy that has fallen short of their campaign pledge. And the KCTU to drive a change in government policies through dialogue, not a fight. And the Kyunghyang Shinman raised questions about the arrest of Kim Myung-hwan. Yeah, the paper acknowledged the court could order an arrest if one has violated the law because no one is above the law and the leader of the KCTU is no exception. However, it questioned whether there is enough ground for the court to believe that Kim Myung-hwan may destroy evidence or escape 
to have him remain in arrest during trials. The paper reported Kim's arrest warrant justified the arrest by stating there is reason to believe that he may escape. However, Kim has been actively cooperating with police investigation and admitted most of the charges against him during the substantive review of the arrest warrant. That is, when presenting his case before a judge who decides whether to issue the warrant or not. The paper maintained he showed absolutely no sign of refusing to be summoned or disappearing and claimed that it should be looked into whether uh, Kim's arrest complies with the constitutional principle of proportionality, which was designed to limit infringement of freedoms by the government to the minimum necessary. What did the Kyunghyang Shimun say about an even bigger concern here, though? Well, it's that the labor-government relations have worsened beyond repair with Kim's arrest. Kim is one of the leaders of Korea's two umbrella labor unions, and Kim has emphasized the importance of reaching a social agreement through dialogue. With his arrest, the government and the business circle lost an important liaison with labor groups, making a normal social dialogue a distant possibility. The paper held the government accountable as they insisted on reaching social agreements and delaying reform on uh, major issues. As for the minimum wage increase, the paper said the administration and the ruling party outright demanded that its pace be slowed down or the minimum wage be frozen. Because of these developments, the KCTU was concerned that labor conditions would deteriorate and try to physically stop the plight of the workers, leading to the arrest of its chairperson. And the paper left us with some advice? Yes, it said the Moon Jae-in administration must examine why laborers attempted to get inside the National Assembly and then push for and implement policies to uphold their promise to the people that they would build a society where labor is respected. Because just waiting to see whether a social agreement could be reached would not automatically bring respect for labor. As for the KCTU, the paper urged them to engage in dialogue, including participation in the economy, social and labor council as a first step. It said insisting on fighting without engagement out of feeling wronged and indignant may be what some people want, but not what the public wants. We've also got the pro-business male business news argument. What was that? The paper said it doesn't understand why the KCTU blames the government on an arrest decided by the judicial branch and said the KCTU's denunciation of the government for violating the candlelight spirit is an insult against the separation of the three powers and the Constitution. The paper also accused the KCTU of acting like a major shareholder of the government and said their use of the term candlelight administration shows their view that the candlelight protests they led enabled the birth of the Moon administration. The mail business then accused the government of never putting its foot down and drawing the line at the KCTU's demand for pro-labor policies and the police of being mere spectators as they only defend themselves against the violent protests by the KCTU. The paper ended the editorial by saying the KCTU is challenging the principle of constitution with its fight and that the government should not condone its fight or succumb to the pressure. And finally, the Chosen Elbow called the KCTU a monster. 
Yes, the Joseonilbo said Kim is the fifth chairperson of the KCTU to be arrested on charges of violent protest and said the acting chairperson's remarks from Friday right after Kim's arrest that they will fight so that they would not bully the KCTU again is a blatant threat against the government and businesses. The Joseon interpreted this remark to mean that the KCTU threatened to wreak havoc in cities with physical force and stop industry with nationwide strikes. The paper quoted the conservative Paramire Party's advisor, Chu Dae-hwan, who said the monster, when he was referring to the KCTU, has to be killed or locked up for the sake of future generations. The Joseon Ilbo asserted most Koreans are worried that the country has no future with the KCTU as it is, and said the KCTU members increased by nearly 300,000 in the last three years to more than a million, while the economy is headed for a recession. It said the KCTU takes away jobs from the youth and stops factories, but the government and the ruling party are not doing anything about it. The paper went on to make a far-fetched claim that if the monstrous KCTU cannot be turned into a normal labor group, there would be no economy, no law and order, and no future for the youth. Of course, it was a conservative government that clashed so heavily with the KCTU in -hmm. previous years, and that is a conservative media outlet as well sharing that opinion. Jamie Song with our Spectrum today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alex.